Success in our schools and for our students is a direct result of the energy and commitment of Anoka Hennepin's dedicated employees. This is Superintendent David Law. Each year, our school district coordinates an awards program called Above and Beyond. Employees are nominated and recognized for exceeding expectations. This year's Above and Beyond recipients include a list of 14 exemplar employees. They are rock stars who make a difference for their students. Unfortunately, safety guidelines related to COVID-19 forced us to pursue an alternate recognition for these employees. We hope you enjoy this podcast series and learning how Anoka Hennepin's employees go above and beyond. This is Jim Skelly, Director of Communications for Anoka Hennepin Schools. I'm here with Sabrina Olson, who we're proud to name an Above and Beyond Award recipient this year. Sabrina serves as Band Director and Music Composition Teacher at Anoka Middle School for the Arts, the Fred Moore Campus, 7th and 8th grade students. Uh, Sabrina, first of all, congratulations and welcome. Oh, thank you so much. You know, we like to start off our podcast series learning a little bit more about about you, maybe about your background, how you got started with Anoka Hennepin, and um, maybe even beyond that, where you're from, your high school, your college. Could you just tell us a little bit about um, that and how you got started with the district? Oh, absolutely. Um, so I grew up in Fridley, so not far away from Anoka, ironically in a in a little neighborhood called Melody Manor, and all of the streets were named Music Street. So my street was Tempo Terrace, and I'm the youngest of five. We're all musicians. My parents met in high school band as well, so I guess um, my my future was kind of determined right there from the start. But I um, went to Spring Lake Park High School and the University of Minnesota, did my master's program through Concordia. Um, and then I, uh, straight out of the University of Minnesota, I graduated in 1991 and started teaching in St. Louis Park and taught elementary band and some high school band for about 15 years there before um, getting a call from two good friends of mine, John Lace and Mike Halstenson, who were uh, teachers at Anoka High School at the time. And we had done a lot of playing together in other groups. And they asked me if I would mind touring a school called Fred Moore Middle School. And they took me out to dinner. And I said, well, sure, you know. And, and uh, a wonderful band director had been retiring. And they asked me if I would be interested in applying for the job. So I did. And that was about 14 years ago. So I've been in Anoka Hennepin for the last 14 years. Sounds like you were recruited by some of the best to come <laughs> and join Anoka Hennepin, too. They're good um, guys. <laughs> Yeah. Do you, um, you know, one of the t things you have, and I'm sure in the work you're doing with your students, like you might have, uh, I don't know, how big's your band? A hundred kids, maybe a hundred students? Are you in that range? Or 60 my, to a hundred, something in there? Yeah. Well, all total, my top band is about 120, um, which is like a, a, we call them level three, four at Anoka Middle School. So in, in a group like that, you might have some days that are just outstanding. You've got all 120 working in the same direction. There may be some days that are a little bit more challenging than others, but let's focus on the f a favorite moment, maybe, if you could. Yeah, favorite moment. Sure, I can do that. Um, I think a favorite moment is about eight years ago, I wrote a grant to get some money for mouthpieces and ligatures and things for the band um, and got the grant. And then we were asked to be in on a CD that, that Minnesota produces every year called Minnesota Beatles Project. And they invite one non-professional group to be included in the CD. And so Noka Middle School for the Arts was chosen. And we had a whole team of 
of recording people come out with a whole bunch of microphones and they each student had a microphone in front of them and we recorded our own arrangement of Hard Day's Night. All the music had to be Beatles music. And Mike Halstenson, I asked him if he would arrange a piece for my kids because there was no good uh, arrangements for middle school band of Beatles music. And so uh, we played Hard Day's Night. And the moment that that CD was released and they brought it to school and the kids got to see the CD and saw the, the name of the band on it was really cool. It was fun to see what they could do outside of the classroom setting, you know, a typical classroom. So I would say that was a really memorable moment for, for me. You know, one of the things I found interesting um, looking through the materials for your submission was some of the different ways you engage students and something stuck out, um, something called a boom whacker. Now, <laughs> can you explain what that is and how your students uh, get into the boom, uh, boom whacker? Well, the boom whackers I've had for a while, they're like long colored plastic tubes and they're different lengths. So the pitch of the, of the boom whacker is determined by the length of the tube. And um, at Anoka Middle School for the Arts, we have advisory called Connections, and it's 25 minutes in the morning every day. And so, um, you know, that 25 minutes sometimes can be like, well, what should we do during our 25 minutes? And so one day I pulled out these boom whackers and I asked the kids if they wanted to play them. And so we started a boom whacker group and we're called the boomers. And we, you know, we're the kids were so excited to play for our arts fest this spring because we actually were getting pretty good. And, and um, we would each have three or four boom whackers. And, you know, as soon as you hit one, you might have to it's sort of like almost a bell choir when you think about it, because you're grabbing the right boom whacker, then you're setting it down and grabbing the other one. And um, so just another fun thing to do for the band. Kids. Sure. So kind of making music with non-traditional instruments, then exactly. I guess. Yeah, Maybe, for yeah, sure. we're looking at, this is very interesting. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and while well, you are at Anoka Middle School for the Arts and that, of course, it does have that arts focus. And that is a, that's a little different from some, maybe some of the other schools. If you could change something about school in general, what would you have in mind? Is there something you would do different? Well, the one thing being a band director, and I know also my orchestra directing friends, I think the, the one thing we miss out on is just the one-on-one -on -one or small group interaction, like as in, say, small group private lessons. And um, many of us who say we're in band or orchestra years ago had a little group lesson, and then we'd also have band. And so that's something I missed, the, the days of that, of really getting to connect and help kids with those individual things, because a flute is 100% different than a trombone, and then percussion is a whole other story. So we just see them in large group settings. So if there was, you know, some wonderful pie-in-the-sky idea that I could implement, it would be small group lessons for kids. Sure, just have more time to individualize or to hear or listen and be able yeah. to help each student. Um, what do you think students really need the most from their schools today? You're, I'm sure you're, you're around hundreds of students each day. What, what do they need most from their school? Yeah, and I think especially, well, my daughter is a kindergarten teacher and she has 12 students in Minnetonka School District. And for her, this isn't an issue, but for, for a middle school teacher that has, like you said, hundreds of students, it would be all about connection, I think, making connection with the students. And it's it's more difficult when you have so many students. But um, those kids come into the classroom and they don't really care if I'm the best French horn player in the state of Minnesota. They just want to know if I care about them and, and their daily lives and what they're doing. So that's the most important thing I think that I do in the classroom is make connections with the students and then the teaching follows. So. And you mentioned you'd like to make that connection. You'd like to stay connected. Could you talk, just ex expand on that thought just a little bit? And 
in your application materials, it talked about how it might be years before you hear back from some of these students that you connected with during their middle school years. Yeah, that is true. Sometimes it is years. I heard back from a student that I think now he's in his 30s. I'm embarrassed to even say that, but he's playing professionally um, on the clarinet. And and it's so nice to hear that. And not just about the professional ones. It's the people that, um, you know, just like to play in their community band or go to concerts and support the arts or something like that. But one of the ways I connected with students last year because I love to bake and the kids know I love to bake. And we we, we talk a lot about baking in the band room, ironically, but I sent um, my former band students, not all of them, but as many as I could, little care packages to their colleges last year with cookies in the care packages just to let them know that, yep, I'm still thinking about you. I still think you're great and keeping those connections going. So, you know, it's important for kids to know that that the, the caring doesn't end when they leave the classroom, especially with the distance learning going on, you know, even more important. Yeah, it must be a, a nice challenge for a music teacher too with the distance learning, but maybe that's a topic for another yeah. discussion. <laughs> exactly. Um, if, if you could share any wisdom, now your students are moving on, they're likely to, to continue on with their music. I know Anoka High School has a strong music program as well. What type of wisdom would you share to your uh, students? You know, with the kids going off to high school, I would just tell them really to take it all in stride. I mean, when they look back at high school, um, it'll be the best four years of their life for some of those kids. And and not to worry about each little thing that comes up and bump in the road here or there, because there are the growing pains and it can be stressful. But And I've told my own kids that too, try to enjoy every day because you'll look back and it is gone in a heartbeat and you'll wish it was wish it was still there. So that's what I would probably tell my eighth graders. Hi, my name is Tess DeGeest with the Anoka Hennepin Educational Foundation. As the district's nonprofit partner, we're delighted to recognize you as our Above and Beyond Award recipients. You are selected from nearly 8,000 employees for what you do every day for our students and families. As a colleague and a parent, you make me proud. Thank you for what you do every day, and keep up the great work. Well, welcome back. We do appreciate the support of the Anoka Hennepin Educational Foundation. And our students in Anoka Hennepin benefit from a highly productive and qualified staff those who go above and beyond. And we're here with Sabrina Olson, who serves as band director and music composition teacher at Anoka Middle School for the Arts at the Fred Moore campus at seventh and eighth grade. She's one of 14 recipients for this year's Above and Beyond Award this year. And Sabrina, along with being a teacher, you, you're you still an active musician, um, lifelong musician. Maybe we could um, talk about that a little bit. And also, congratulations, you serve in a leadership role for the uh, Minnesota Music Educators Association, serve on their board directors. So it seems like music's been a part of your life for a long time. Could you, maybe we just start off this part of our podcast talking a little bit about um, that, if, if you could. That's one of the nice things about music is that it really is lifelong. You know, um, we all participate in a variety of things as we go through school and as we grow up. And growing up, I was also very much into other activities and sports as well. But music is something that people enjoy all the way through their lives. And so I participate in a, um, a symphony orchestra called Northern Symphony Orchestra. And it's actually a really wonderful group because it's made up of a lot of Anoka Hennepin music teachers, as well as engineers and doctors. And there, we have a judge who plays the bassoon and it's a, a whole gamut of people from all, all across the state, really, um, who come actually to Anoka High School to to play. And we rehearse um, on Sunday nights for, we'll generally have a um, 
a group of about five Sunday nights that we cluster and rehearse, and then there'll be a concert. Then we have a break and then we'll meet for another five rehearsals and have a concert. But um, it's a way to, to keep playing. I think it's really important to demonstrate to the kids that this is a lifelong thing and it's fun no matter how you do it or where you do it. So um, I get a lot of enjoyment out of that. Um, and then I am, yes, I'm on a region five, six double a rep for the Minnesota music educators association. And, um, on the board of directors, we talk about, uh, the midwinter clinic that happens every year down at the convention center and what types of programming to put on and what types of groups are going to perform for the community. Um, there's an all state band and all state orchestra, all state choir that happen every summer. So we do some of the planning in that. And, um, you know, it's nice because you get to meet, it's, we usually meet every two, three months and it's made up of music teachers from all across the state, um, who come and, and gather together and talk about all the wonderful things and all the challenges that, that everybody's facing and try to come up with some good solutions and ways to advocate for music for Minnesota. So. So it's a good opportunity to uh, meet with peers across the metro and state and kind of take some of those best ideas back to Nokahanapan. I know our district is proud to be a best communities for music district. And um, and the opportunities that students have here are, um, I don't want to say better, but well, maybe they're better maybe than some of the other districts with band and orchestra and, and choir, you know, having those opportunities. So it is a source of pride um, for our district. Um, could Maybe if we could talk about you and about the fact is that was kind of surprising to learn from my perspective that you had that that background. What would your students say um, they'd be surprised to find out about you? Oh, boy. You know, my students and I, we do a lot of talking in the band room, um, along with a lot of playing. So I hope that we get to know each other very well. And there aren't a lot of things that would surprise them. But um, one thing I enjoy doing that is completely outside of the band room and has really very little to do with music is um, that I love to fish with my family. We have a cabin way up in northern Minnesota and I'm actually a pretty good fisherman except that I really I still will not bait my own hook. I'll admit that. I, I won't bait the hook but I but I do a good job catching them and I'll, I'll generally take them off the hook and I catch more than my husband usually and I don't know if that makes him happy or not but um, it's a nice calming relaxing quiet activity which is completely opposite from my daily job in the band room of the the music and the sounds that are coming out. So that would be probably something that many of them might be surprised to hear. Sounds good. Uh, this is being recorded, Sabrina. I did want to mention that also. Just... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so Thank you for letting me we, know we, that. We, we know who the top fisherman is in your uh, family, that's for sure. <laughs> that's right. If, if you could, um, and you have you know quite a few uh, students throughout the year, um, what would they say about you? What would they remember about you in your class? You know, when they, when they walk away from the band room? Um, sometimes you don't really know. They generally will talk to you about what they think about band, but sometimes once again, this is one of those things you might not even hear about until they're in high school and you run into them or a kids will send me an email and say, you know, I really loved your class. I learned a lot, but mostly I just really had so much fun and, um, which seems simple and trivial, but you know, it's an elective class. And if you're working with 13 and 14 year olds and you're teaching an elective class that they don't have to take, if it isn't enjoyable to them, if it isn't fun for them, then they probably won't continue. And, and the more I think about it as adults, we're similar to that. We do things that bring us enjoyment that we really like to do. So, um, I think I try to instill 
um, a really strong work ethic and they work hard, but they kind of don't know it because they're having a lot of fun doing it. They have a lot of choice in the literature that they perform. They design their own concerts. They choose what they're going to wear and, and what maybe decorations they're going to have and what they're going to say about each song. And so I think that's kind of a buy-in and they have more fun doing it, but yet they're also playing at a high level. You know, at Anoka Middle School for the Arts, you're around a lot of uh, other teachers that are creative and getting their students involved, too. Do you ever look at any of them and say, boy, that's a teacher I'd really like to take, uh, I'd like to enroll in their class, even if it was just for a day or a session or two? Oh, there are so many. I always would love to do the science classes. I think our, our science teachers, I think everybody's phenomenal, but the science teachers have some of the most interesting labs that they'll do with the students. And But if there was one teacher that I could just sit in on a class for one day, there's a ceramics teacher at Anoka High School, um, and he goes by Chewy, but his name is Ted Machulis. And my kids have taken ceramics from him, and I've heard that he can make a pot with his feet. So I would love, I would love to witness that and also just kind of work on the wheel in that, in that class just for one day. I think it would be pretty fun. Yeah. That's, that does sound, it sounds like it could be a movie script. <laughs> Can actually. You yeah. It's very, very interesting. Now, you, one of the things about your band program is you like to, you like to get out, you like to get your students on the move a little bit. You like to take some field trips. So if you could take them someplace, is there some place you'd like to take your, your, your band, have them perform? Yeah. For the last, I guess, four years ago, I took my band to Disney World for the first time, my jazz band. And then we did it again two years ago, and then we just did it again in January. And um, it's phenomenal, and I love it, and the kids love it, and they perform and all of that. But this last time, I also took them to Cocoa Beach, and seeing the kids, some who have never seen the ocean ever before, and playing in the ocean, and many of them said it was their favorite part of the trip. So if I could go anywhere, I would probably take them to Costa Rica, because uh, I traveled there with Greater Twin Cities Youth Symphonies. I played French horn in high school with that group. And we went to Costa Rica. And about three years ago, a high school band from Costa Rica was in Minnesota. And somehow we got a call saying, could they come and perform at Anoka Middle School for the Arts? And we said, well, of course they can. So um, they came and played for us and found out that they were doing homestays here in Minnesota. And um, they're from San Jose, Costa Rica. And... Um, it was just such a great experience for my kids to just talk one-on-one -on -one with these students from Costa Rica who were coming here and learning about our culture and about our music and to take a group of students there. They could see the ocean, they could see the rainforest, they could meet the people, make some music with, with people from a different country, um, speaking a different language. So that, that if I had my, my dream trip, that's for sure where it would be. Sure. A little cultural exchange as well then. Um, now, do you ever have a chance to bring anyone into the school? I mean, coming the other way as far as uh, bringing in a guest musician or a guest artist? And if you could, who who would that be? Or is there someone you'd like to have come in and work with them? Yeah, we have done quite a bit of that in our school. Luckily, because partly because we're an art school, we have some opportunities uh, to do that. Um, also, a sister of mine brings in a lot of artists. She um, works at a performing arts center up in Grand Rapids, Minnesota. So when she has uh, groups touring through Minnesota, she'll let me know. And then sometimes we can get them to make a little pit stop at our school. So not last year, but the year before, we had a group who was a Chicago tribute band. And they came and played for the whole school, all kinds of Chicago music. And then they spent the rest of the day with the band. Uh, the, my band kids each got to play with them and 
um, all these these fun old 1970s tunes from Chicago. But uh, if I were to have an artist come that was specifically for the kids, which isn't an artist I know much about, I will be honest, but I've heard Chance the Rapper is an amazing connection. And he does so many things with schools. He's given a huge amount of money to Chicago public schools. He's uh, specifically for the arts. He's gone in and he's worked with those kids before. And so, you know, uh, admittedly, even though I don't know a whole lot about Chance the Rapper, I do know that he also collaborates with, um, you know, brass musicians and uh, jazz, you know, even though he's primarily hip hop and rap, he does, he does cross different genres. So I think that would be just completely unforgettable for the kids if they could do something like that. Sounds like that's an invitation for Chance the Rapper. That's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> Wouldn't that Sabrina, be great? If you could, that would be awesome. If you could, um, so you're a band teacher, and one thing that's always interesting uh, to us that aren't band teachers is knowing how many instruments you could play, and uh, is there are there still some you're learning even after your time with your students? Oh, for sure. Um, well, I started out playing the piano when I was five. I started lessons um, on piano and took those for about nine years. But then my first um, instrument other than piano was violin in fourth grade with our school orchestra. And then the instrument that I that I played in college and, and play obviously now today is French horn. And so I started that in fifth grade. And then in my high school jazz bands, I played trumpet and piano. And I still do a lot of trumpet playing with the kids every day in school. But if I could learn one new instrument, it would be electric guitar because I know very little to nothing about electric guitar other than I think it would be a great instrument to learn and to play rock and jazz, blues music. So if I could learn one instrument, that would probably be the one. It sounds like you uh, still have lots of energy for, for teaching. Sabrina. Yeah, the kids, like the kids do bring me energy, Jim. I mean, this, um, I have never complained, not much anyways, about my job. I love going to school and teaching those kids. And, and June is a brutal month for me to say goodbye to them and try to transition into summer. But um, to see how, how fast they grow and middle school kids are so eager to learn. And it is, it's, it's an exciting place to be, you know, who gets to do what they love and hear kids giggling and filling the room all day with laughter. And, you know, it's a, it's a pretty special job to have. And my youngest daughter now is um, graduating from Anoka high school. She's a senior and she's going to the university of Minnesota um, for music education. So I think that that's pretty cool. She's gotten to see how much enjoyment music education has brought me. And so she's planning the same route. So. Well, that's outstanding. You know, you talked about hearing your students giggle. I'm sure it's enjoyable to hear them play the music as well, just to kind of improve throughout the year and how much better they get. Yeah, for sure. So, Sabrina, I just want to take this opportunity to thank you and congratulate you on your Above and Beyond Award. And thank you for all that you do for your uh, students and for our schools. Oh, it's my pleasure. And thanks so much for the time today. It was fun talking to you. Above and Beyond Recognition is indeed a special honor. Nearly 200 employees were nominated this year and a selection committee carefully reviewed applications to arrive at the awardees selected. Who can nominate an employee? Parents, students, employees, volunteers, or community members, anyone can nominate school employees whose performance they consider to be extraordinary. Special thanks goes to the Noka Hennepin Education Foundation for sponsoring the Above and Beyond Awards. 
Learn more about their work at ahef.us. For more information about Above and Beyond Winners, listen in for additional podcasts in this series or visit ahschools.us forward slash above and beyond.